Yeah, and that was back in 1961 that then FCC Commissioner Newton Minow uh, gave this speech to the National Association of Broadcasters. I can really imagine what he would be saying now with reality TV and some of the uh, trash that's uh, on uh, television now. But even back then, he was uh, giving us a warning of uh, what television could be, what the potential was for television, and what he viewed it was becoming this vast wasteland, these two words for which uh, Newton Minow became most associated with, when really his accomplishments were, were far greater than uh, simply his vast uh, wasteland speech. If you enjoy public television, it's because of Newton Minow. If you enjoy a wide variety of channels, VHS and UHF, uh, we have so many other options uh, now digitally, but uh, if you enjoyed that expansion, it was because of uh, Newton Minow. Uh, if you enjoy uh, the ability to be able to receive and send broadcasts uh, from opposite ends of the globe, uh, that's because of Newton Minow. He was uh, just an amazing person with amazing foresight, stayed true to his ideals through the years. And sadly, we lost uh, Newton Minow yesterday, died of a heart attack uh, at age 97. And he was uh, in attendance at uh, a an affair put on uh, April 27th, just a, a couple of weeks ago, that honored journalist Judy Woodruff. Uh, and he himself was honored by DePaul Center for Journalism, Integrity, and Excellence, uh, an organization that is uh, put together by the great Carol Marine, uh, Chicago broadcast legend herself, who uh, we are so thrilled could join us this morning to remember Newton Minow. Hello there, my friend. It has been way too long. How are you? I am well, Dean. I am well, but I am so sad. I mean, Newton Minow was a spectacular human being, a spectacular thinker, uh, and and a great, great friend and, and mentor. At DePaul, we awarded him two years ago with our very first Distinguished Mentor Award. And Newt has mentored so many of us. Uh, he's just giant, doesn't even quite quite reach it, does it, Dean? Yeah, men- mentored uh, so many of us, whether he knew it or not, whether it's somebody that he met or not, uh, his idealism, his... Uh, character in caring about things and caring about others uh, is, uh, you know, what what propelled him and why he is uh, so revered. What do you think the, I mean, he often spoke and said that vast wasteland, he didn't especially want to be remembered by that, uh, that if, if there were two words that were going to define him, it would be public interest more than vast wasteland. Uh, which it makes complete sense to me when you look at his full body of work. What do you think is the you know is the legacy of Newton Minow? I mean, it, it's what you said so well in the very beginning. I mean, it's just about everything connected to our ability to communicate. When and, and you know, dial all the way back to 1961 when he makes this speech. He's this young whippersnapper lawyer from Chicago, speaking to the titans of broadcasting, (laughs) PBS, NBC, ABC. 
and he's lecturing them. The Bill Paley's, the Edward R. Murrow's, the whole crowd is lecturing them that they're failing in their mission. And it took huge courage to do that. And and though I know Newt really was devoted to everything that is public information and public education, his wonderful wife, Jo, who died just a year ago, Jo used to laugh and go, oh, you know that vast you-know-what. You know, there is a room in Newt's house. People would send him editorial cartoons um, either deriding what he said or, or remembering it somehow. I, and he, he found that very funny. He had a great sense of humor. Um, and, and if I may say, I was just over there a little bit ago. Um, all three of his daughters are there, Mary, Martha, and Nell. His greatest accomplishment, Dean, was he and Joe Minow raised Three daughters, all lawyers, all authors. Martha ran Harvard Law School and is now chairwoman of the MacArthur Foundation. Nell is is a movie critic and someone who was a critic of corporate malfeasance. Mary is a civil rights lawyer, First Amendment librarian. I mean, and all of them are authors. All of them are amazing. And that's Newt's greatest legacy in his own mind. Yeah, well, he spoke... That there, was his family. There, There is a spectacular documentary that was put together by Mike Leonard uh, that yep. is, is mm-hmm. called Newton Minow, An American Story. Uh, it's, it's an hour-long... Uh, go on YouTube today and find it and watch it if you want to know really who Newton Minow was. I rewatched it last night. And uh, it, it brought a tear to my eye. It uh, was inspiring. Uh, I loved his sense of humor. Uh, I, and I was so impressed that family meant everything to him. I, I, I don't know uh, two of the daughters, but I know Nell uh, because of her uh, film uh, criticism. Oh, uh, of course. Being, sure. Being a movie critic. And, you know, we've uh, encountered each other uh, there and is a sweetheart. Uh, and brilliant, uh, like like the whole family is. But she tells a story on this documentary how on the day that Newton Minow gave his vast wasteland speech in May of 1961, and by the way, it's almost to the day, it was May 9th, uh, 1961, that Newton Minow gave that speech, that he, he needed to know like time frames of what was going to happen when the speech was going to take place because he had to get to Nell's brownie dinner that night when she was in the brownies and he did not want to miss even though he was the chairman of the FCC had a million things going on and as you say just raked over the entire broadcast uh, you know hierarchy in this speech he had to get to his daughter's brownie dinner that night uh, and wanted to absolutely wanted to and and I'll, and I'll, that's why I mean that's what that's what always kept him grounded, made him human. Um, there wasn't a speech that he gave that I ever heard anyway, where in that speech he doesn't didn't mention his wife Joe. Um, he was always 
connected to them in everything that he did. And when he died Saturday morning, the girl said uh, he wasn't feeling well. He had just been dean to an event at the Newberry Library the night before with Ken Burns, the documentarian. And Mary showed me a video. Ken Burns looks like some sort of super fan, just in awe of Newt. They talk for a while. Uh, Newt goes home, wakes up Saturday morning, doesn't feel very well. And um, his doctor said, well, come on into emergency. And he said, nope, not going to do it. Wanted to stay home. I mean, he knew he knew what was happening, uh, and he was, as always, going to do this on his own terms. Yeah. So his family was around him, and he died as he lived, um, just knowing, always knowing the score. The reaction to the death of Newton Minow uh, is flooding social media this morning. And I, maybe you did talk to him, by the way, about social media and all the all the crap that's on television now. Um, you know, we not we, we have all of these extra channels that he wanted that I, I imagine he envisioned would be filled with, uh, you know, wonderful, uh, interesting, educational uh, things and not infomercials and. Uh, you know, all the junk that's out there right now. Maybe Did you ever talk to him about that? We talk, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he 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 worried. He, he really worried about the state of the democracy. Mm. And he said um, when we when we gave him the, the Distinguished Mentor Award a year ago, he said in the, his acceptance speech that uh, – even though he is an optimistic man, he really feared for the democracy based on the polarization, the hate speech, the wrong facts, the purposely wrong information peddled by toxic sources. He was deeply concerned about that. Uh, He worried to the day he died about how we were going to keep democracy alive. And and the debate, he's the father of the presidential debate, right. as you know, right. <clears throat> going back to Nixon and Kennedy. And now um, there is a real question if the debates are in peril because um, the GOP won't agree to debate, um, to do a presidential debate once there is a nominee on the Republican side and the Democratic side. Yeah, well, and. I- I I learned I I learned from watching this documentary uh, that uh, Newton Minow had worked on the campaign had worked for Adlai Stevenson. Uh, yeah, and, and, and he's really, a great friend of Adlai Stevenson. That's how he got involved in politics. That's where his association with the Kennedys began, uh, and uh, you know that's how it really was with Robert Kennedy first, uh, and and then uh, through Robert to JFK where he was recommended to be the uh, chairman of the FCC from that. I was, I was talking about the, the reaction coming in among the, the uh, remembrances and sympathy messages comes from former President Barack Obama, who wrote, mm-hmm. Newton Minow was a dear friend, mentor, and early supporter of mine. He also embodied the ideal of public service. 
helping launch the satellites that made nationwide broadcasts possible, cementing presidential debates as a national institution, helping usher in public television and reminding the media of its obligation to foster a well-informed citizenry. He said, I will always owe a great debt to Newt, most of all because he helped introduce me to Michelle when we were both young lawyers in Chicago. We will miss him dearly just as we miss his beloved wife, Joe, who passed away last year and send our love and thoughts uh, to their family. But Carol, it was it was Newt uh, who uh, hired as an intern young Barack Obama from the South Side of Chicago, and brought him into this and firm where Michelle brought him to S- yeah Sidley Austin. What was then Sidley Austin is Sidley now. Absolutely. I mean, he saw talent. Um, he loved talented, committed people. He once said that. He absolutely fell in love with John Kennedy and and was so eager and happy to join the administration. Well, I'm sure we're going to be hearing uh, uh, a lot more about Newt, uh, uh, Newton Minow in the days to come. Um, we'll he- hear if, uh, you know, there are uh, public memorials. We'll certainly let uh, everybody know about it. But, Carol, I'm glad that you could join us. Uh, to remember uh, your friend uh, and mentor and hero to many of us, uh, this great man, Newton Minow, who died uh, yesterday morning at the age of uh, 97 years old. You are long overdue, my friend, to come and visit us here on the program. And just- oh, Dean, and, and I love you guys, and I was so honored when, when you called and and thank you because you know talking about Newt, the, the Jewish expression is "May his memory be a blessing." Well, his memory is a blessing. His life was a blessing, and uh, we are a better country because there was Newt Minow. There's just no doubt about it. So, dear, I will talk to you again soon. We're overdue to go to a. A concert. Tina Turner is not performing anymore, like she was the last time when we were, you know, out there our singing dancing and, singing in the night. But, um... <laughs> we'll, we'll do it soon. I miss you and love you, and thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Carol. All right, dear. Thanks.